Baseball is officially back on as today marks opening day for America's pastime. Unlike in years prior, the MLB is actually getting it right and having a true opening day with all 30 teams in action Thursday to kick off the season. This offseason was historically slow and oftentimes boring as the usual hot stove turned freezing cold with free agent deals taking months to materialize. However, that didn't stop some very exciting moves from being made, the highlight of which was the trade of reigning National League MVP Giancarlo Stanton to the New York Yankees. The deal was the first of many in the complete teardown of the Miami Marlins, and it sent the league's premier power hitter to the league's flagship team. Stanton in the Bronx is a big deal, and after last season's surprising deep postseason run, the Yankees are finally back to being one of the most feared and best teams in the league, which, love them or hate them, is great for baseball. Then, there was the free agent courting of Japanese star Shohei Otani, the man nicknamed the Japanese Babe Ruth, for his ability to both pitch and hit at a high level. Ultimately, Otani opted to sign with the Los Angeles Angels, and this season we'll see if he can bring that multi-level talent to the major leagues. The excitement by those two early moves quickly faded away as free agency came to a standstill. After months of waiting, the top free agents began to slowly but surely find new homes. Pitcher Hugh Darvish landed with the Chicago Cubs. Slugger J.D. Martinez went to the Boston Red Sox. Star first baseman Eric Hosmer left Kansas City to sign a long-term deal with the San Diego Padres. And former Cy Young winner Jake Arrieta ended up with the Philadelphia Phillies. All that movement has set us up for what should be another exciting season of baseball. The prohibitive favorites this season will be the two teams that met in this past year's World Series, the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Neither team lost anything significant from their 2017 squads, and the defending champion Astros actually made a major addition by trading for Pirates star pitcher Garrett Cole. Joining those teams as the teams most likely to claim the 2018 World Series title will be some familiar faces like the Yankees, Red Sox, and Cubs, as well as a couple teams looking to break through and win a title, the Nationals and Indians. That's not to say that those are the only teams that can win the World Series. Not a lot of people picked the Astros last year after the prior season they failed to reach the playoffs. Baseball is oftentimes unpredictable, and teams come out of the woodwork and put together unexpected runs. Someone not on that list of teams I mentioned will undoubtedly emerge, maybe even a few teams will, and contend for a World Series. In addition to that, not every team on that list will necessarily have a good year. Every team has their flaws and something going against it. The Yankees and Red Sox have new managers, neither of whom have ever had held a managerial job before. The Indians' offense seems likely for a regression. The Dodgers and Nationals both have injury concerns. The Cubs lack starting pitching depth. And the Astros are looking to become the first back-to-back champs since the Yankees did it back in 2000. All that means there's no way to know what will happen this season, which is why it's exciting. We have new faces on new teams. Spring is here. The Yankees are villains again. Baseball is back. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news only on Anchor.
No one can deny that Odell Beckham Jr. is one of the very best wide receivers and maybe players in the NFL. He's freakishly gifted with size, speed, strength, and has hands like Velcro. Yet, despite all that, he remains a pain in the ass of the New York Giants and their fans. Beckham's NFL career thus far has been defined by remarkable catches and incredibly frustrating behavior both on and off the field. The latest headache coming by way of the Mercurial wideout is now his current contract status. Beckham would be playing this season under the fifth year option on his rookie deal and stands to make $8.5 million in what would be the final year of his current contract. That reportedly does not sit well with the 25-year-old All-Pro, as news has come out that he will hold out and supposedly not set foot on the field until he has a new deal. It's not clear what exactly Beckham is looking for in terms of years and dollar amount, but it's pretty safe to assume he wants to be the highest paid wide receiver in the league. In looking at the total value of contracts amongst wide receivers currently, Tampa Bay's Mike Evans makes the most after agreeing to a 5-year $82 million deal this past offseason, and right behind him is Houston's DeAndre Hopkins, who's playing under a 5-year $81 million contract. No doubt Beckham hopes and expects to be paid even more than those guys, and despite the headaches, his production on the field and age merits that type of deal. The issue now is, do the Giants want to hand over that much money to a player who sometimes causes more harm than good? In the wake of that conundrum, rumors have cropped up that the for the right price, New York would be willing to trade their star wide receiver. The right price, however, is astronomical, as reports indicate the Giants are seeking two first-round picks for Beckham. So that means the team acquiring Beckham would need to deal the most valuable draft asset they have, likely two years in a row, in addition to having to fork over what will likely be close to $100 million for a wide receiver that comes with a lot of baggage. Again, there's no denying how good of a football player Odell Beckham Jr. is. He is one of the most dangerous offensive weapons in all of football. But he has yet to show that he has the ability to rein in some of his less desirable attributes. That makes it hard to believe that any team would meet New York's asking price. No doubt plenty of teams would love to acquire Beckham. The issue is the price to do so being so high. A potential landing spot being thrown out is the Los Angeles Rams, who already have been the most active team in the NFL this offseason. Acquiring Beckham would be the capper for the Rams, who are in need of a top-flight wide receiver on their offense. It's not out of the realm of possibility that LA could step up and bite the bullet on a mega-trade for Beckham Jr., but they would need to feel extremely confident in their young coaching staff's ability to get him in line, and even more so, confident that he was the missing piece on a Super Bowl team. LA isn't the only team that could make a deal, it's just unclear as of right now who else would be willing to part with that much draft capital and that much money for Beckham. At this point, it seems more likely that the Giants will work something out to keep Beckham around, at least for this season, before he hits free agency. It's certainly very intriguing that one of the NFL's biggest talents and biggest names is available for trade, and if a deal ends up getting done, there's no doubt it would alter the landscape of the NFL. 
I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. It's Thursday, March 29th. All of Wednesday's basketball games are wrapped up. Here is your morning after in the NBA. The Celtics sneak by the Jazz, 97-94. Rookie Jason Tatum scores 16 points. And Jalen Brown scores 21 points, grabs 5 rebounds, and hits the game-winning shot with .1 seconds remaining for Boston. Rookie Donovan Mitchell leads all scorers with 22 points to go with 6 assists. And rookie Rubio finishes with a 14.3 steal, 8 rebound, 10 assists, double-double in Utah's loss. The Lakers top the Mavericks 103-93. Brooke Lopez leads the game in scoring, putting up 22 points to go with 7 rebounds. And Julius Randle finishes with a 20.10 rebound double-double in the LA win. Harrison Barnes scores 17 points, and rookie Dennis Smith Jr. scores 14 points and dishes out 8 assists for Dallas in their loss. Charlotte is taken down by Cleveland 118-105. LeBron James drops a game-high 41 points, hands out 8 assists, and grabs 10 rebounds. And J.R. Smith scores 19 points, adding 3 steals and 5 rebounds off the bench in the Cavs' win. Dwight Howard finishes with a 19.10 rebound double-double, and Kemba Walker scores 21 points for the Hornets in their loss. Orlando falls to Brooklyn 111-104. The Nets have seven different players scoring double figures, including all five starters, with D'Angelo Russell ending the game with a 16.5 rebound, 12 assists, double-double, and Damari Carroll has a 14.12 rebound double-double of his own in the victory. Nikola Vucevic leads all scorers with 24 points, adding 5 assists and 15 rebounds. And Mario Hazania scores 23 points and grabs 7 boards in the Magic loss. The 76ers cruise past the Knicks 118-101. Dario Saric puts up a game-high 26 points to go with 5 assists and 14 rebounds. And Ben Simmons scores 13 points, grabs 8 rebounds, and hands out 10 assists in Philadelphia's win. On the losing side, Michael Beasley scores 22 points and grabs 8 boards, and Ennis Cantor finishes with a 17.14 rebound double-double for New York. The Blazers drop their game to the Grizzlies, 108-103. Rookie Dylan Brooks scores 18 points, adding 6 rebounds, and G League call-up Marshawn Brooks scores 21 points off the bench in the Memphis win. CJ McCollum leads the game in scoring with 42 points, and Yusef Nurkic has 12 points, 3 steals, and 8 rebounds for Portland in the losing effort. Minnesota defeats Atlanta 126-114. Carl Anthony Towns explodes for a game and career high, setting a new Timberwolves franchise record with 56 points to go with 15 rebounds, and Andrew Wiggins chips in with 17 points in the win. Mike Muscala scores 24 points off the bench, and Dwayne Dedman has a 13.12 rebound double-double for the Hawks in their loss. And the final game of the night, the Clippers top the Suns 111-99. Tobias Harris leads all scorers with 27 points, and DeAndre Jordan ends his night with a 13.15 rebound double-double in LA's victory. Tyler Ellis scores 23 points, and Marquise Chris has a 12.13 rebound double-double in Phoenix's loss. That's the buzzer for this edition of the Morning After in the NBA. I'm Jeff Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news only on Anchor.